places. Places, please. Welcome to another episode of Valley Stage Notes with Kevin Julian, Marna McClendon, and Keith McClendon. We're here. We're here. Thank you. Welcome back. <laughs> and you guys are going to be playing a different role today than I know. <laughs> usual, than being the inquisitors. I know. I feel like this is a self-interview. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> but doing something different today for the podcast, I wanted to interview Marna and Keith about their theatre experiences and so that you, our audience, can understand how we got to be doing this podcast for you. So this week, I'd love to introduce, once again, <laughs> Marna and Keith McClendon, our guests. Thank you very much. Good to, to be here. here. <laughs> so I think I'd like to start by just asking you both, here present today, what you enjoy about theater. When I say the word theater, what happens in your mind? What do you think about? I think about the talent you get to see and then the production, how it got produced. So the staging, the blocking, the movements, perhaps music, the dance, um, how it all comes together. Yeah. And because we have done a little bit of community theater ourselves, we've gotten behind the scenes to see how it gets from concept to on the stage. And that part was fascinating. It sounds like an all-encompassing production. It seems to have, just from the little you've said there, multi-dimensional features, layers, not just like, you know, maybe like music. Sometimes you can just listen to that. Obviously, you can get ideas and images from or different types of mediums. So this has lots of different things. Like it can have music, it can have acting, stage. I'm guessing that's what you enjoy, the f full overall experience of it well it it is very all-encompassing we recently saw the uh order chaos theater company's production of children of a lesser god and anybody that saw that show left with a tear in their eye yeah you really felt it right and theater can do that in a way that television probably doesn't do you think it's to do with a direct connection to the performers on the stage with there not being a camera or what what, what do you think that's down to the, the live aspect or yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. the uh, the lead actress in that show was just incredible. Right. And she's 15 feet from you when she's doing her <laughs> most emotional scene. Right. Yeah. It's just, you feel it. Yes. Do you remember any of your early experiences with theater and shows? Maybe the first you might have seen, if you can remember that right. one. I mean, right. not because everybody can. Well, I think for me, um, back in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Jewish Community Center had plays and my grandmother would take me to them. Oh. So, and so I was probably in grade school, quite young at that point. Yeah. That, that's what I remember in terms of early experience, um, just as a child and a member of the audience. Yeah. Yeah, mine was similar. Um, I don't think I ever saw a live stage show until my high school right. put on Camelot. Yes. And I went to see it, of course. And here are my classmates up on stage, <laughs> singing and dancing and acting. And I said, I know that guy. <laughs> I didn't know he could do that. They're really cool. And Mana, I mean, what was it like for you during those times as you look back now? 
those formative years getting involved, exposed to the theater. I mean, how, do you think it impacted your life in any way, had an influence on things you might have done later or might be doing today? I don't really know that's the case. You know, I was just a child and I enjoyed the production and what was playing out for me. And I'm sure I always learned something from it. But I, too, got a little bit more acquainted in high school watching some productions like Keith. And although I know I wanted to be in one, I because I was the um, or I was the piano player for the high school. Well, I just became the organist in our town. But it's still, I was able to participate with others yes. in the Thespis Club and paint, you know, the s- settings. And that was fun to participate in that way. And, and how about you, Keith? Did you like, well, let me ask this. I mean, did it lead to you perhaps going to see plays as you, when you left high school and stuff, even just some connection? Or was it just, it was just part of school and education? Well, it wasn't something you... that That's difficult. I think... Um, the way I got started in community theater is, and I can blame this on Marna, and she can tell her part of the story, but basically we ended up in a community theater production of Cabaret, which was just an amazing experience. You know, I had a very minor role. I was a couple of walk-ons, basically, but just being there, hearing the stage manager yell, places, (laughs) it's just, it's it's a thrill you can't duplicate anywhere else. And ever since that, Marna and I have been, um, I won't say terribly involved, but we've been connected with community theater in one way or another. Yeah. Well, Marna, since Keith said you're the catalyst, what happened? What's the story? How did, how did you, what, what sparked your interest to actually be a participant in, in plays or at least to try to be one? Well, I guess, you know, the the better story would have been when I was a child, I saw it and always continued as an interest, but it really wasn't like that. It was, you know, you can never do everything. And so when I grew up, I took piano lessons and played the piano. Well, back then you didn't do everything. So it wasn't until really retirement that I was able to focus a little bit on theater. And that came about because I enjoyed dancing. And so I started taking some dance lessons as an adult, not as a child. I wish I had, but as an adult. And then in retirement, I was able to take a few more dance lessons. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to do um, a a tryout, you know, an audition in dance? And then I saw J.P. Clemente's production of Cabaret and the auditions. And so I thought, well, <laughs> I am too old to be a Kit Kat club girl, but what the heck? I just want the experience of doing it. I don't need a part. I'm just going to go in and see if they'll let me do it. And JP came in while I was at the desk checking in, and he said, well, I don't know who I'm going to cast. Of course, come on in. And I felt welcome. Um, I certainly did. You know, I was out of my element and comfort zone. But what the heck? I got to dance and, you know, learn a few steps and do my best with a grin on my face. I mean, that's what's important. And so it came to pass that I certainly didn't think I'd get a part. But I looked that one day that they were posted and I yelled into Keith, well, I didn't get to be in the play. And then I looked harder down the line and it said, gorilla. It's a gorilla. 
Marna McClendon, gorilla. <laughs> and I, I said to Keith, I didn't know there was a gorilla. <laughs> so I became the gorilla. And yeah. that led to Keith coming in because he has a great voice and they needed yeah. ma male vocalists. And we were in a production yeah, as seniors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way that happened is JP told Marna that um, we need more male voices in the chorus. Can your husband sing? Marna said, well... Yeah, he's okay. So I, I went down. True. And, and then <laughs> I thought I was just going to be backstage singing along in the chorus to yeah. kind of beef it up. Then JP started casting me. <laughs> uh, my first part in, in Cabaret was as the train conductor yeah. in, in the very early part of the show where I had to learn a few lines in German. <laughs> and, and so I did that. And then later on in the show... I was a, a sailor, very much of a bit part, but I put on my sailor outfit. And at the end of the show, which was a tough part, I was a Nazi. Yeah. In charge of the furnace. Okay. It was a tough part. Mm -hmm. We had people leaving the show <laughs> in tears. Oh. And, and you're filling up now. I am a little yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at the end of, in community theater, very often at the end of the show, the cast goes out and does a meet and greet as the audience leaves. Yes. Um, the part with the Nazi, that was like the last scene in the show. I had forgotten to take off my Nazi armband. Oh. Guy came out and said, take that off. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. And I ripped it off. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was an emotional show. Yeah. And that got me hooked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was an emotional show. And yeah. JP did the darker version of Cabaret. And I frankly thought it was masterful. I'm just... Oh, it sounds like a, a beautiful experience. Seems yeah. kind of, even though you said, Mona, obviously you have your life to live, so um, you didn't get around to being in the show until you had more time. But it almost seems like it just flowed very naturally, at least from your explanation. Like you, I, I know it may not have seemed like that at the time, but just, you know, you're, you're there, you met JP and, you're in the show and then Keith's in the show. It, 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 it kind of has a feeling like it maybe it's just meant to be. You know, well, and I, I think for me, music's always been part of my life. Yes. You know? And when I met Keith, mu music's a part of his life and always has been. Mm. So kind of keeping music and dancing, it's when I was able to focus more on it. Well, then with the show, JP um, takes what, you know, people there are and what they might be able to do and says, well, can you do this? Yeah. So I actually then played the piano yes. on stage. So I was the stage musician. Yeah. And JP said, well, can you learn the accordion? I said, give me a week. I'll see. <laughs> and I watched YouTube and, and yeah. borrowed a very old accordion and I played well enough. So in a way, it was a natural progression. Mm. And so you take your experiences and perhaps some talent and where will it lead you? Well, in retirement, yeah. it led us to the theater and yeah. being a little bit on the boys. <laughs> well, tell us about that then, because as well as being in plays you're also involved in perhaps if i could put it this way the administration of plays or at least organization or helping to to keep theater alive can you talk a little bit about that well, how I you think, got involved yeah and and again it's because of jp um and his brother mark but over the last few years both keith and i have been able to 
be involved in new theaters starting up. And so fortunately, we're involved in Order Chaos Theater Company, which is a relatively new company. But because of maybe prior experiences, being on boards or writing minutes, those sorts of things, I've been brought in and Keith has been brought in to be on the board. And gosh, Kevin, we kind of got you involved too. (laughs) Here I am. Isn't that that networking just wonderful? Uh, Oh, (laughs) yes, indeed. And how how do you find then um, the the two different roles? So, okay, there's there's being on stage and, and the performance side and then also being on a board, which is, I'm imagining, totally different. Well, it is totally yeah. different, and it's totally necessary. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we forget about. I, mean, I would rather be dancing on stage yeah. and coming out with eight other people and having fun with music. But that doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen without a whole host of people yes. behind the scenes, and I don't mean just behind the curtain, but at board meetings, at fundraisers, um, working with Herberger Theater, Because Order Chaos is is now as a company down at the Cats. So there are so many things to do. And as you know um, as well, just the social media aspects of it and getting the word out. So there's so much behind the scenes. There there is a lot. Um, Order Chaos Theater Company is putting on a show called uh, The Lady with All the Answers, which is about Ann Landers. Um, JP had asked me to be the sound designer. There is a lot of audio and music going on in this show. It's not featured, but it's kind of always there. And JP asked me to put that together. And I never realized how much was involved yeah. in, like in one scene, um, Ann Landers is playing an old LP of music she likes. Yes. Um, you have to find music to do that. And so I did that and I found to make it sound scratchy, you can get sound effects to put scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> put all that together. Yeah. And that, for me, is a lot of fun. And I, yeah. I have enjoyed that. So I'm looking forward to seeing that show. Yeah. Um, and JP is, is not shy <laughs> about asking for help, which is terrific because yeah, community right, theater right. is a community experience. Right. It's not a bunch of actors, actors come down from uh, Broadway or coming out from Los Angeles. It's us. Right. It's us that here. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a great experience and I uh, highly recommend anybody that thought about it, yeah. do it. It's not going to hurt. You may be a star. Yeah. And I think you both are examples of that. And um, so tell me about the future, anything coming up to do with plays or theater. So we've got Order, Order Chaos are starting their new play Lady with the Answers from the 3rd of November, running until the 19th. I, I, do you have any plans to, I don't know, are you, I, I know you may be busy, but are you thinking about performing again, perhaps? Is there anything you've seen considered to be on stage again, or is it largely taken up by a lot of the board work? Well, for me, I guess I'm always interested in maybe going back on stage again. Um, one, there aren't a lot of plays 
for senior male. Right. <laughs> or senior. I am not a leading man <laughs> anymore if I ever was. But I keep my eye. There's a there's a service you can kind of it's free that you can subscribe to that sends out these are the shows that are looking for talent. And I peruse those and you know there's nobody saying we need a senior male. <laughs> but I keep looking. Yeah, I think in fact you raise an important point. I think this it's it's really interesting with our world the arts. I think it I think it's a shame that it seems that the different kinds of arts are always geared to being young-ish, like a young adult. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, music's made for young adults and and you sounds like theatre parts are as well. And then you're supposed to grow old with the, um, the things you saw when you were young. But maybe we need a lot more of that, you know, plays for adults, music f for adults as we get older and some, some things that are relevant to our age. I think that is recognized by some, and I say that because Keith and I were able to be out at Starlight Theater in Pajama Game. And so I probably was the oldest lady on stage dancing, um, but I wasn't alone. There were some older f folks, and Keith was in that production too. And one of the comments made by somebody that did a review is the fact that the cast included people of all ages. And it could. It was natural. And that was Dan Ashluck who cast that and directed that show. But the parts that we were, you know, in, in a sewing room, really, um, we, we could be older ladies yeah. and younger ladies. And right. that's what he did. And that was recognized. And I think that's probably fun for an audience yeah. because then they're able to start seeing themselves yeah. in those roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Pajama Game was an experience for me. I had a minor role, um, but it was on stage. Um, there was a scene near the end. There were four actors in that scene, including me, and I drew a blank. I forgot my line. I didn't know where to go. But what happens in community theater is the other actors in that scene jump in and fill in. Yeah. So the audience is like, oh, he forgot his line. <laughs> they jump in and basically, in a very subtle way, yeah cued me to what I'm supposed to be doing. That's a, one yeah. of the disadvantages of being a senior actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like in cabaret. Um, I know <laughs> just trying to figure out what scene, when, where to come in, I had to have little notes stuck down in my brassiere. Right. You know, early on, right? And early on, I'd like pull them out and say, oh my God, where do I go next? But yeah, so that's, you know, Acting as a as a new uh, endeavor yeah. in your senior years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cabaret was fascinating because it was down at the old desert stages, which has now moved into the shopping center, which was basically theater in the square. It wasn't in the round; it was in the square. Oh. There were four entrances on yeah. the, not on the stage, but you could go out any corner of the square. And our parts we had to learn. Enter um, port five. Or, <laughs> Go out through port two. And we had to remember all of yeah. that. And, and I, what to bring. And what to, <laughs> right, right, you were to bringing, wear. Right. right. You were bringing props on with you often. So, I, I yeah, but I had a lot of notes. Yeah. It, it, it seems like there, there was a lot to remember and take on. There is. I mean, yeah. I had note cards as well. And that's a thing about um, acting in general and community theater, I think, specifically, is it's not just being on stage and remembering your lines. It's, it's blocking, which is where are you? Where do you move? Who are you looking at when you're doing this? It's, yeah. 
it, it may sound daunting, but it's so much fun. It's yeah. absolutely worth it. Even if you forget a line now and then. Somebody <laughs> will stick <laughs> Community, absolutely, it sounds like. Now, at the end of every podcast, we have the same question, which Mana usually asks, but I'm going to ask Keith first this time. So, Keith, do you have a most memorable theater experience? I would have to say it was Cabaret. Um, first, that was my first experience. It was a very emotional experience and it, it's just memorable. I, I told JP that he's lit something up in me. Oh. And, and it uh, haven't done a lot, but I've loved every minute of it. That's, that's beautiful. And, and Mana? I'm, I'm not going to give you anything exciting or new because I feel the same way. And yeah. for, me, for me, it's about collaboration and working with others and the whole interaction of when you're on stage and what you're doing with other people and your movements. So just because probably it was my first, and I did a variety of things, you know, um, on the, in that show, it, it, it was just so memorable. And the people we got to work with were just so talented yeah. that sometimes I'd just be in awe that I was on the stage with them. Well, it's been so great to hear both of your experiences today. And we look forward to seeing Lady of the Answers by Order of Chaos Theatre Company, which runs from November 3rd to the 19th. We'll see you again for another episode of Valley Stage Notes. <laughs>